Hello, Roho. Welcome back for episode three of this beautiful podcast, Aesthetically Messy. I hope that you're having a good day and that everything's going good for you. You know, you, you deserve it. But honestly, from what I've seen on my DMs, the people who follow me, they ask me for advice because they're struggling with relationships, um, school, work, uh, family issues. So from what I see and from what I hear from you, your life is not, <laughs> is, is not um, the best. But that doesn't matter. Enough about you. Like, no one cares. <laughs> this episode is going to be about my life. Because, you know, in social media and the TV, we hear about news. We hear about politics, about what's going on in different countries and shit like that. And I think it's time to hear about me. Like, what about me? Like, no one, no one has taken the time to ask what's going on with me, with my life. Like, how did I come to be the person that I am today? Like, how come that no one has asked that question? And honestly, it's a little insulting, is demeaning. So I think it's time that you finally sit down and listen to it, you know? No, but for real, I noticed that I don't really talk about my personal life in social media. So I thought that it would be good to make a video just talking about, you know, growing up in Mexico, uh, where I, when I first came to the U.S., when I moved to college, and, you know, just talk about my life. Just getting to know each other a little bit more. Hopefully you find it fun. Hopefully you find it entertaining. But if you don't, like, it's not my fault, bitch. So, yeah, let me start off with a lie that I recently <laughs> found out about myself. For some reason, I remember being told that my mom crossed the border when she was seven months pregnant with me. And, you know, my whole life, I thought of my mom like a badass. Like, I was like, damn, bitch, like, you did that pregnant when there's people who are unable to make that trip normally, you know? And because of that reason, I always, like, looked up to her. I thought that she was a strong woman. And I still think that. But <laughs> I found out that she actually wasn't pregnant when she had me, when she crossed the border. A couple of weeks ago, she told me that she never said that to me. <laughs> like she she crossed the border and then three months later, she got pregnant with me. So I was like, damn, I, my whole life has been a lie. Like, because <laughs> my whole life I've been telling people like, yeah, my mom was pregnant when she crossed the border. And I was just so proud of that fact. And I found out I wasn't. I've been lying to myself. I've been lying to everyone. So yeah, I'm just a liar. I'm a fraud. I'm a dishonest person. And yeah, I just want to get it off my chest because I still can get over the fact I, my whole life, basically for, I don't know, 15 years, I used to think that that happened. I used to think that, you know, my mom was such a fighter and I still think that I still, I still, you know, respect her. I still look up to her, but I don't know, like it was just so disappointing, whatever. She's still a badass. So moving on. I was born in Atlanta, Georgia in February 8th, 2000. I don't remember exactly the time that I was born in. And I'm too lazy to go get my birth certificate. So so if you're into astrology, I'm sorry. You can't look at my chart. So yeah, I was born there. And a year later, my parents had my sister, Laura. And you know, she's cool. She's all right. Like we got along, but we don't communicate as much as I wish within. But anyways, a year later, so when I was two, my mom started missing her family in Mexico. And my parents talked about it. And what they came up with was for my mom, my sister, and I to go back to Mexico and then my dad, he stayed in Atlanta working so that he he could send money to us. Because in Mexico, he wouldn't really have a good job. But even with the distance, the relationship was still good. My dad would call my mom every day, pretty much, in his lunch break. And my mom would call about any updates about, you know, what's going on with me and my sister. And we lived that way basically until I was 10. My dad would come and visit every two or three years. He would save a little bit of money and then come to visit us for a couple of months. And, you know, we lived that way. And I thought it was normal. I thought that I didn't, I don't feel like I was missing a paternal figure. 
I would talk to him on the phone too sometimes. And I don't think I ever felt like I was missing a dad or I felt jealous of other kids for having two parents. Like, I don't know. I guess I just normalized it. Or my mom was such a good mom that I didn't feel like I was missing anything. And talking a little bit outside of my family, growing up, I had a lot of friends in school. During elementary, I would be the class clown and I would be the one organizing games and, you know, telling people who <laughs> who was going to play and who wasn't during um playtime or recess or whatever you call it and you know it was fun i really enjoyed my life in mexico i also have friends in my neighborhood i had you know my cousins and just random people that live near me and also the kids from my mom's friends and in my friend group outside of school i was one of the oldest kids so i was also the one who was you know like quote unquote the leader of it and the time i realized i was in that position was when i said that i didn't want to play one game and instead of my friends trying to convince me they asked me like okay what what do you want to do let's do that and you know like they didn't question it and i was like damn bitch okay so yeah it was fun growing up in mexico the city i grew up in is called acapulco guerrero it's a really um touristic place it's kind of like cancun pretty much but like better you know way better <laughs> But yeah, I was there until I turned 11 or 12. I'm not I'm not really sure anymore. But it was when I was in 7th grade in high school in middle school. And I think I transferred a month after classes started. So I was really nervous because everyone knew each other already. Like everyone had their own groups and shit. So but the good thing is that the school I went to was a ESL school, which is a English second language um learner. Like they had that program. So when I went there, they paired me with another student who spoke Spanish and who was comfortable, like, showing me around and shit like that. So so I shared a lot of my classes with that student. And we were friends for, I think, two years before um, high school because I think he moved or something. Uh, or maybe he didn't fuck with me. I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> but, yeah, when I went to seventh and eighth grade, I wasn't as talkative as I was before, because even though my school had a lot of people who spoke Spanish, um, it wasn't the same. I wasn't able to, you know, express myself as much as I wanted to. So I became more of an introvert, which I mean, I guess is fine. I don't care now. But back then I used to really um, hate school because of that reason. You know, I wasn't able to, I didn't feel like I was completely myself or at least I wasn't able to like completely show myself. But the education aspect, it was good. It took me about a year or a year and a half to learn how to write and read. So the first year I needed a lot of help, but the students and the teachers were really accommodating. So middle school was fine. Even though I didn't talk a lot, I still have friends because I was part of the soccer team. And during research, I would play sports or, you know, play games with my with other students. So it was it was good. I, I have friends and shit. But then during high school, it was different. Uh, a lot of people I knew moved to a different school because the high school I went to was the shittiest in the whole city. Like, whenever we had tournaments in, like, soccer or whatever, we would talk to other students of, you know, different schools and shit. And whenever we told them that we were from East Rich High School, they would be like, damn, is it true? Like, they would tell us, like, a rumor they heard. And, you know, they would ask us if it was true. And most of the times it was. Like, there were some professors who ended up, you know, doing stuff with students. Uh, there was also a lot of smoking inside the school. There was a lot of fights. And, you know, just random shit like that. And because of a reason, a lot of people I knew moved out. But because my dad had a good job and he wasn't able to just, you know, move and leave that place, we ended up, you know, staying there. So the first year, or maybe the first two years, I didn't have a lot of friends. And, you know, I still wasn't as comfortable speaking English. So it was hard to just, you know, be out there and, you know, find a, a new group and shit like that. 
Butter my junior and senior year, I was like, fuck it. Like, I am going to do whatever I want. Like, I'm not really going to care about what other people think. So I became more extroverted. I tried to go back to being the uh, the class clown. And, you know, it worked. But at the same time, I was also getting in trouble. I was getting kicked out of, like, classes and shit like that. Like, professors didn't like me because of that reason. But at the same time, I was having fun. So, so it didn't matter. I wasn't trying to be cool or anything. I was just trying to, you know, be the way I was before. So even though I wasn't doing good in classes anymore, I was having fun. I was, you know, having a lot of friends. I was feeling myself. I was I was acting the way I was before. Like, I feel happy for those two years. Like, I still keep in touch with a lot of friends I used to have in high school. And it was just a good experience. Like, I really, really enjoyed high school. Just those two years, though. The first two years, it was just like, whatever. Before I moved to college, something I wanted to say about middle school and high school is that back then I used to be really into um, social standing and, you know, what people said about me and shit like that, who I hang out with. And I, I didn't want to be seen as a loser or like a nerdy type of guy. So I was really, you know, paying attention into that. And looking back at it, I shouldn't have done that because, you know, I stopped hanging out with some people because of that reason. But at the same time, I wasn't considered, you know, like a loser or like an outcast. But it also opened the door for me to, you know, go to places and get invited to, you know, hang out with people. So I guess even though it was cheating, I guess um, it worked. Or I don't know. I don't want to say that it worked. I meant more like I wasn't, I was in the middle. You know, I wasn't popular, but I also wasn't, you know, like a loser. But then when I went to college and now that I'm almost graduating, I just want to say like, it, it doesn't matter. Like that, that really doesn't matter. It puts a lot of stress into you for some, for no reason. So if you're in high school or college and you're still thinking about it and you care about it, don't, like it doesn't matter. Like no one, no one gives a shit about you. People are going to forget about you. They are more worried about themselves and, you know, how people are going to see them. So they don't really care about you. So don't put that stress on you. Like, don't worry about it. It doesn't matter. Fuck you. Like, you're dumb. Don't think about it. Okay, moving on to college. I went to Berea College. It's a college in Berea, Kentucky. And it was really cool, actually. Um, Even though it was in Kentucky, there was a lot of diversity, at least in the college I went to. Outside, like, if you went outside into the town, then, yeah, all this is white people. But in the college itself, uh, the campus... There's a lot of, you know, people of color and there was people from different countries. I think they usually have around like 30 different countries being represented by students in there. So yeah, like, there was a lot of diversity, which really helped me with being more comfortable with my accent because basically all the people I knew also had one. My first year, I was close to two people. One of them was from India and the other one was from uh, Greece. They were both international students. So, you know, they had like a really prominent accent. So it made me more comfortable with my accent because it didn't because it didn't feel like I was different. It felt more like I speak two languages. That's why I have an accent. And when I was in high school, it made me really self-conscious because I didn't want to, you know, stand out and shit like that. But in college, I didn't feel like that because I didn't stand out. Everyone had an accent. So so I became more comfortable to the point I am today where I'm comfortable just talking to a camera or making a podcast, just talking. Even though I still have the accent, I don't care about it. I don't care if people comment on it. Like, I still, I like the way I sound. I get compliments on it. So, but anyways, going back to college, I didn't have a best friend because I didn't care about having friends uh, my first year. I care about fucking because it was my first time being away from home, right? And as I already said on the first episode, like, I used to be, I used to have the alpha male mentality and I used to care about body count. But my first year, I did have friends, but I was more focused on hanging out with new people and, you know, going on dates and just stuff like that. The only problem, though, is that the first semester, we're not allowed to bring someone from the opposite sets into our room. 
But that rule didn't stop anyone, to be honest, because a lot of people will do it outside. They will do it in um, gazebos and just go to like different places, go to dark corners and shit like that. But in my head, I was like, damn, that shit's scary. Like, I don't want to get caught. So what I did the first time that um, I had sex with someone in college, I went to the basement of my dorm and it was like, I don't know, 10 p.m. or something like that. So there wasn't anyone around, right? So I turned off the lights and it was just me and her and we were watching like a YouTube video or something like that. And we started making out and we started, you know, touching each other and shit like that. And then I ended up getting a blowjob in the basement. But the problem was that there's a rave, you know, there was people walking around the building, making sure that everything was okay. So in the middle of it, the guy comes down the stairs and he looks at us and he leaves. He looks at us and he says like, oh, wow. And he just goes away, right? And in my head, <laughs> in my head, I was like, oh shit, like he's being cool. Like he's giving me space. He's giving me, he's giving me time to finish and we keep going. <laughs> but the thing is he wasn't actually, you know, doing that, obviously. So the two arrays come back and <laughs> they catch us again. So we stop, obviously. And then they start talking to us. They tell us that we weren't supposed to do that and, you know, shit like that. And they tell us that we're going to have a student hearing. And that shit freaked me out because I saw it in movies and I seen it in shows and it's, it seemed like really serious, you know. But at the end, nothing happened. I, I actually never met up with anyone. They told me that they reported me, but I never had like an email or like a follow up or anything like that. So I guess it just went away. Like the school, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Like nothing happened to me. So and I'm not going to fucking complain about it, you know. But the issue <laughs> was that we didn't learn from that. And we ended up going to the basement in the dorm that she was in. But the good thing is that we didn't get caught. Like, no one came out. So so the lesson that we can get from this is to never give up, you know? Just because it didn't work out the first time, it doesn't mean that you had to stop trying. Even though we failed the first time, we found a way. And we succeeded. And, you know, I'm look at me now. Like, I'm successful. I graduated. So if you're going to try it, don't give up on the first time. Like, And I'm not going to talk about all of my sexual experiences in college. I think I'm going to make an episode dedicated to college because, you know, I want to talk about the classes I took, the friends I had, having to deal with social media and college at the same time. And, you know, just stuff like that, I think it would be interesting. So so I'm not going to go into details, into every little thing. And my first year, I didn't do much, to be honest. I was focused on going on dates, studying and work because we had to work like like everyone was required to have a labor position at least 10 hours um but anyways my second year i also didn't do much i still went on dates i still have work i still have classes the only difference is that i joined a club called sazon latino which is a dancing club that focuses in latin american dances so you know so we will dance reggaeton, bachata, tango, merengue, uh, punta. And the reason I joined this club is because I didn't know how to dance. I still don't know. I thought that it would help. And it did a little bit. But I'm still stiff. Like, like I don't know how to move my feet and my hips at the same time. If I'm standing, then yeah, I can do it. But moving, like, I don't know, bitch. I don't know why I can do it. But it was fun. It, I liked it. I liked the dances. I liked the choreography. I liked doing all of that. I just wish I knew how to, you know, actually dance. The reason I wasn't self-conscious though was because there was someone else. There was one more guy who was worse than me. And that's all that took to keep me going. Like as long as I knew that I wasn't the worst one there, I was motivated to still be there. Um, so I was in this group my sophomore and junior year. I decided to not go back my senior year because the pandemic, obviously. And also the last dance that I did, I fucked it up. Me and my partner were in the front and we forgot. We forgot the steps midway. So we were just standing there and we started laughing and we didn't know what to do. So that shit was so embarrassing because it was in front of like the whole school. Like it was a whole event. 
And I didn't want to go back. I didn't want to, you know, deal with that. So I just gave up on dancing because of that reason. But it's fine because around that time, I started doing social media. So I would have had time anyway. So, And yeah, besides the club, during my sophomore and junior year, I met a lot of friends who were older than me. Like I would get invited to parties and I would hang out with like juniors and seniors. The only problem with that, though, is that once I became a senior, I didn't have a lot of friends because they graduated, you know. But it's fine, though, because I still have friends. And even if I didn't, I enjoy having my own time. I enjoy, you know, like, for example, I like getting by myself. I like using that time to listen to music or listen to a podcast and or just work on editing videos instead of hanging out with people or talking while I'm eating. Um, so it wasn't a big deal that my friend group got smaller. But <laughs> the problem was, though, I started being a hoe again during my first semester as a senior. And, you know, I started having friends with benefits and stuff like that. But this time I was actually upfront about what I wanted. I didn't want a relationship. I didn't want, I told myself that I didn't want to date anyone until I graduated because I just wanted to focus on school and finding a job and, you know, just focusing on social media. So I didn't have time for a relationship. And I will make that clear from the beginning. And they told me that they were okay with it. And they also wanted to just stay friends with benefits. But the issue was that after a while, there were some feelings coming up and they would get attached. And, and I would tell them again that I didn't want a relationship and that I wasn't in the um, headspace. And some of them were cool about that. They would tell me that they respected my decision, but they didn't want to be friends anymore because they knew themselves and they knew that the fitness was going to grow. So we would just stop hanging out. But then there was also people who wouldn't take it as nicely <laughs> and I would get called out and they would talk shit about me to their friends, which I mean, it's fine. Like, I don't care about it. But yeah, it was just weird or awkward to deal with that. So my first semester, I lost a bunch of my friends because of a reason. I neglected some of my friends because I wanted to be with my friends with benefits. Because it wouldn't just be about set who will actually hang out. And I would have more fun hanging out with them. But then we stopped hanging out. So I ended up going back to the people I used to hang out with. And some of them, they didn't care about it. They were still my friends. But some of them, they didn't want to be friends anymore because they felt offended or they felt like I wasn't giving them the place that they actually deserved. Which, I mean, I get it. I get it. I would feel the same way. So, yeah, my friend group got even smaller than it was before. And then <laughs> my last semester, I was really focused on social media and work and what I was going to do after I graduated. I also bought my first car. And around that time, that's also when I met the person that I'm dating right now. So I would leave campus. I drive like half an hour and stay at her place because she already, because she wasn't going to college. She already had her own place and she was working. So... I would stay with her for the weekends and I would still hang out with my friends. But then I started noticing that some of them would only ask me to hang out whenever they needed something or they needed to go somewhere. And some of my quote unquote friends didn't like that because they didn't have the car for the weekends. And I ended up just cutting them off because I didn't want to feel like that. I didn't want to feel like I was being used. And another reason why I cut off some of my friends is because they would talk shit about her. They would talk shit about my girlfriend, about how, the way she looked and there was one time where a friend asked to see a picture of her and I was showing her and then I showed like everyone in the table and everyone was complimenting her. Like everyone was saying that she looked good, that she was hot. And one one of my friends who needed a car, who, you know, would ask me for the car, she was like, yeah, but if she didn't have any makeup, then she wouldn't look as good. Or I don't know, it was something along those lines. Like, what would she look like without makeup, you know? And it was just so shitty. I don't know. Like, I didn't know why she would say that. So, yeah, I ended up calling that friendship. And it sucked because we were friends for two or three years. Even though it sucked, I also thought that she wasn't happy about me. Like, she wasn't happy about me being in a relationship and me 
finally being happy in that relationship because I would tell her like what was going on between us and you know how happy I felt and shit like that and instead of showing support and being happy about me she just you know made comments about her and I just didn't want to be around that person anymore so by the time I actually ended up graduating I would just hang out with like one or two people so it wasn't as fun as it was before but anyways during my last semester I was focused on school social media and my girlfriend like that was basically where I spent my time I would hang out with friends only in classes or at work or we will eat together but that's it I wouldn't you know actually go out with them and I was that way until I graduated and now that I'm done with school I'm just focusing on social media full time I moved in with my partner and you know everything's going good I have more free time than I ever did before so I'm making a lot of videos I'm making a lot of content I'm also talking more to my family my sister and I are in the process of helping my parents get a green card so they can come visit us and you know they can come whenever they want so yeah everything's going good I think the immigration process with the green card is the biggest thing going on in my life right now so yeah that's my whole life up to this point so I hope you liked it I hope you enjoyed listening I don't know but what you want me to say like I know that if you talked about your life for half an hour then everyone will be bored too so fuck you <laughs> but anyways thank you for listening i think episode five is going to be on youtube i'm going to start posting the video format of it so you can still listen to the audio only but but i just want to let you know that i'm also going to be doing the video so if you want to see my beautiful face while i talk then yeah go subscribe and i hope you like it i hope you like the i hope you like the episode so far so look forward to that because you know i'm i'm excited i'm looking forward to it i hope that it turns out good if it doesn't then i'm not gonna post it but yeah hopefully hopefully it works out so yeah i think that's all i had to say for this episode so yeah thank you goodbye <laughs> then we should need to come up with what to say at the end but anyways bye 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 that's it for today's episode i hope you liked it i hope you found it entertaining and if you did and you want to support me then please get my merch my online store is jjcava.com j-a-c-a-b-a.com i post new products at the beginning of every month so if you're interested and you want to buy shirts tote bags stickers magnets or buttons if you're too lazy to write it out then yeah just click the link in my bio and it's going to take you to my online store and if you're too lazy to like make an account and register and put your address and all of that then you can also search my store in etsy and you can buy from me there so yeah you got options Leo. like just go there and buy everything basically because the designs are good like i really like them and yeah that's all i have to say i hope you like the products thank you Mwah.